This podcast was produced by Big Night Media, a proud partner of Big Night Entertainment. I'm Joe Mazzi, and welcome to Boston Uncommon, a unique, in-depth look at notable Bostonians, their passion, roadmap to success, and what makes them uncommonly Boston. Please take a moment to like, rate, comment, subscribe, share, tell a friend, please. And also, as a reminder, uh, Boston Uncommon merchandise available, sweatshirts, hats, mugs, and my personal favorite, the visor. I gotta get one. Uh, Check it out now at BigNightShop.com under the selection Big Night Media. Today, welcoming a young lady that uh, refers to herself as a sports anista. I think she coined that phrase. Mm-hmm. Uh, kudos for that. Uh, major influence in the local country music scene, host of her own show here locally and in several markets across the country, and grew up right here around the corner in Framingham. Please welcome Jess Callahan from the Bull 1017. Oh, thank you. That was so nice. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. So great to see you again. Yes, it's a pleasure to see you too. <laughs> and thank you for coming in and taking time to be here. Um, first First question, what's it like, and I I have a history of this as Mm -hmm. well, but I would love to hear your answer, growing up here and actually being able to be on the radio where your friends and family listen Mm -hmm. and actually hear you? I mean, you know, it's a full circle moment, um, but yeah, it's a dream come true. I love it. I love everything about Boston. My boss always says I'm a walking billboard for Boston. Um, But yeah, no, I absolutely love that a friend can listen that I went to high school with, that I went to college with, that, you know, I interned with or worked (laughs) with the Red Sox with and... So many family. Yeah, we'll touch on Mm -hmm. all that. So Mm -hmm. conversely, you obviously work for iHeartMedia, a big company, nationally syndicated country music DJ. Uh, It's got to be super fun to kind of fly to a city and kind of hear yourself. Mm -hmm. And I'll get messages (laughs) from friends that travel across the country, (laughs) you know, for sales and stuff. And they'll be like, oh, my goodness, I think I just heard you in Jacksonville, Florida or Raleigh (laughs) or Vegas. And I'm like, yes. And it's amazing. You know, technology technology is just so cool that you can, I could actually do this stuff from my bedroom, you know, thanks to everything that happened the past year, but I would rather go in the studio, of course, but it is just mind blowing that I'm live and can be anywhere at any moment. How do you keep all the markets? Because that's what fascinates Mm -hmm. me, the people that do multiple markets that you're, you know, you're obviously reading up how to pronounce names correctly and weather forecasts and things like that. How do you keep it all together? It's a lot of prep, a lot of work. So I actually created two years ago when I first took this position, Twitter, a Twitter list for every single market. So I can just click on, you know, Raleigh, click on Cleveland, click on, you know, Boston, of course, Hartford. And then I can see everything that's trending in that market. Mm -hmm. That obviously helps, but tons of show prep. The country artists are just so incredible. So you know, heartwarming and so nice. And you, you know, cause yeah. you and I go way back, yes, but there's something about the country artists. Cause I've worked, you know, in pop and hip hop as well. And yep. you know, everyone's amazing, but the country artists, they'll write you handwritten thank you notes for going to their concert they, at Gillette. You're hundred percent right. They are cut above the rest. There, mm-hmm. There's something, and they'll take their time with their meet yes. and greet. Unlike pop stars mm-hmm. will kind of breeze their yep. way through it. The country people, it's like they know everybody and just spend time with everyone. It's so cool. Now, when you were growing up in Framingham, um, absolutely, Marlboro, you, yeah, Marlboro, but I went to but Framingham, Framingham State, State. Mm-hmm. right? Right, right. Did you ever imagine that you'd be doing this? So it's it's so funny. My um, high school never had a radio station, but I was so obsessed with you know, 90210 and Say by the Bell, and they had, I'm pretty sure they had, yeah, those. totally, and so. It, 
we, I want to say 11th grade or 10th grade, <laughs> I, I did an internship in high school, which is so wild, but it was an internship with the principal, which was just so wild. And they were like, how about you read the morning announcements? So no there was a couple, a couple of us that would rotate, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> and we would just read, you know, we'd be like, there's a basketball game later today, like go Panthers. And, you know, we would just Read meat the loaf. morning announcement. Right. Meatloaf in the cafeteria on Wednesday. And I did feel really cool because my friends were like, I heard you give the morning announcement. But I think that's what kind of started it. And then in high school, I really wanted to get into public relations. And we did a charity with Lou Merloni, who is from Framingham. Right. Everything's like relating to Framingham right now. But Lou Mer- Merloni was my favorite Red Sox player at the time. And since he was a local boy, we were able to get him to, to um, host. It was breakfast with Lou Merloni and Santa. Oh, boy. And he came to Marlboro High. And me and my friend, we planned the entire thing. And we raised over $10,000. And so at that time, I was like, wow, I want to work in public relations. <laughs> Went to college and then got the internship at Kiss 108 and, and then radio. Races. Yep. Yeah, no, that's crazy. That's that's amazing yep. story. Um, it's time for our first segment, and mm-hmm. it's to get to know Jessica. Nothing hardcore, just easy, yes, this or that type of questions. Uh, Netflix or Hulu? Netflix. All right. Uh, friends or The Office? So you're going to freak. I've never seen either what? of them. Yes, what? I know. I, I I don't know why. And I've tried to watch Friends a few times, but then people just, they distract me and I'm, okay. I want to give it my all. So all right. how about this one? Uh, it's bad. <laughs> 90210 or Saved yeah. by the Bell. How's 90210. That? All right. Yeah. Good. All right. We, we covered that. <laughs> people are going to hate me for not No, watching not those. at all. Not at all. Cats yeah. or dogs? Dogs. Favorite ice cream flavor? Coffee. Ooh. Yeah. Smartest person you know. Oh, smartest. <laughs> They're calling me the smartest. My sister oh, and my brother. Oh, nice. Yep. Um, favorite movie? Favorite movie. Um, oh, my goodness. Maybe Father of the Bride. So oh, random. Which I feel like your house looks like that house, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it does. Now that From you, what I've now, seen on now, social no, media. Yeah, I think yeah. you're right. I think you might be right. It's so um, Who plays Jessica in the movie version of you? Um, Alyssa Milano, because oh, she's a sports anista. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, one place you'd like to visit, but you haven't. Uh, Hawaii. Ooh. I need to. I mean, I want to go all over the all over outside of the country and stuff, but I got to go to Hawaii. What was your favorite Halloween costume? Um, you know what? I've never been anything impressive. <laughs> I've been a pirate just multiple times, okay. which, yeah. All right. That's cool. I'm, and um, last one, one superpower you wish you had. Um, to fall asleep, as, you know, as soon as I like, just turn off the switch and fall right asleep. Sadly, yeah. I have that superpower. <laughs> um, so back to it, like most on-air DJs, mm-hmm. uh, you did like a tour of duty. You go to yeah. kind of smaller markets and work your way up. What are some of those early memories and advices, uh, advice that you received that you were lo- look back on and be like, man, I'm so glad I got that piece yeah. of advice. Yeah, I think when I was interning at KISS, I can't remember who it was, but someone did say, just don't, don't get cocky. Like, always stay humble. Because I think maybe when I first started interning, I was like, I'm so cool. I'm interning at KISS 101, you know, and I probably did get let it get to my head. And someone mm. said, if you want to make it far in this industry, you have to be humble mm. um, and you're, you know, you're not above anyone else. Yeah. And so I'm so glad someone, you know, said that right away to me. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's a great piece of advice. Mm-hmm. Do you remember um, the first song you played when you got to crack the mic? It was Gwen Stefani. Oh. Um, Holler back girls. Oh man, no way. <laughs> yeah. I remember that song. But I used to switch. So that was on the Cape when I worked there just right. part time. Right. And I'll never forget one day the program director called me and he's like, do you, do you like hypnotized by Biggie? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> 
it's my favorite son. How'd you know? And he's like, you add it every single time you're on the, you know, back then I didn't care. I was just like, I'm going to end the show with Biggie Hypnotize. And I would just load it in. They let you pick your own music. No, I oh, would just, like it would ad. be, it would be short. So instead of, you know, it was nine o'clock at night on a Sunday night and I was just learning radio. It was a hot mess. Like, so sure it, it would have to hit the open house party on a Sunday oh, night. Right, 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 right. So it either go into dead air and, you know, I didn't want to yeah. freak out. So I'm going to end the show with hypnotize. <laughs> <laughs> we time out perfectly. Right yeah. into the open house party. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, your show on The Bull, uh, 101.7, uh, you feature a lot of, you have a mm-hmm. show called Backyard Country and you feature yes. a lot of country artists, give them that on-air exposure. Why are you so passionate about lo- the local music scene and country music and, and who are some of your favorites? I know that's tough oh, to kind of call out. but We have so many. So yeah. they're so talented. So in 2016 is when we started airing the local artists on the mm. radio. And my boss at the time was like, I don't think, can we even have more than four people? He's like, are they even good? And they're so good that... Country artists now will ask me, like, hey, how's backyard country going? Yeah, and a couple of those artists got their start, you know, in different markets on a similar type of show. So they keep up with it. But these local artists, they, in the past couple of years, I think all of them have just improved so much. Mm. They have such a big following. They, a lot of them have moved to Nashville and they'll still come back here and do their, you know, their shows. But they give back a lot too. They do charity stuff. But um, I'll say Annie Brobes (laughs) is, you know, such a great friend and she, with with everything that went on with COVID last year, she took it upon herself to kind of do neighborhood tours. She called it the house tour, right. and she got a she bought like a little trailer that attached to their car, like a flat. So bed. yeah, yeah, yeah so she could big. be nice and safe, and she'd go to neighborhoods, and everyone would be social dist, you know. And That's she so cool. is just so she's she just means so well. But I'm so proud of her and every single local artist. Yeah, there's so many. It's great to play them on the radio too. And what's interesting, I remember when country music first came to Boston, no one really thought it would work. And then (laughs) looking back now, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh my God, there are two stations. And technically there's probably another one in Rhode Island or somewhere over the border. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, do you get along with all those guys at the other? So yeah, stations? we're all we're all as you know, it's such a small world. You yeah. can't you you have to always you know be nice to everyone. We all get along. Right. Um, we have I haven't been able to catch up or see them really because of COVID. Know, but so the second we're at the next country show, we'll yeah. we'll have a lot to chat about. Well, yeah, what is the next one that's coming? So up? Uh, Who's there's on the Jake Owen in New Hampshire this weekend. I won't be able to go, but oh, Bank of New, New Hampshire, Hampshire Pavilion. Okay. Um, I oh, should have like Boston? a whole list. Is it Kane? So, He's not until he's in um, February, February, I believe. I know. But Luke Bryan at the Xfinity Center on July 10th, I believe, is the first one. I know. So I'm sad that Kenny canceled, though. You know, looking now with everything opening up. um, The stadium shows. I still have this weird gut feeling that Kenny might somehow be like, hey, I'm going to go do Gillette. You know, out of every single show, he might just bring that one back. I, I remember that when that first happened. Yeah. I mean, no one thought country music would be anything. And then lo and behold, mm-hmm. here it is selling out Gillette Stadium oh, yeah. year after nights. year. Yeah. It's crazy, right? Um, it's time for our mm-hmm. next segment. It's a it's a pet peeve segment. Okay, <laughs> uh, I can tell you some of mine yep. uh, to get you while well, you get your juices flowing mm-hmm. there. So obviously, I have young daughters, so you know there are a certain <laughs> amount of clothes always on the mm-hmm. floor. So I encourage you know that drives me crazy to pick that up or dishes not in the sink or in the dishwasher drives me crazy. Yeah. Driving slow in the fast hand in the left oh, hand. Oh gosh, lane. yeah. Oh, drives me nuts. What are some of Jessica's biggest? Pet so peeves? definitely a messy kitchens. You know. <laughs> It's just something where if I see dish, I'll put them away. I don't even care if it wasn't mine or right. they just, the sink, I don't like when it's overflowing, but <laughs> yeah, I'm a clean person. My desk at work is clean. My studio, 
you know, very, very clean. That's good. All right. Those are good. Um, Sports and Easter. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Did you create that phrase? So in college, I so. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So I went to Framingham State. Yeah. So I, God, I almost said intern, but I didn't. I worked for the Red Sox while I right. was interning. So I interned yeah. at Kiss and Jammin. And I also, it was, I was watching TV one day and my sister was happened to be on RedSox.com and she's like, Hey, the Red Sox are hiring for tour guides. You should apply. And so I was like, you know what? Why not? I'll apply. That ended up being the hardest interview process of my entire life. What? Why? What happened? I applied before Christmas of 2006, was it? 2006. Okay. So, so they've won a World Series. Yep. yep. Um, yep. So they'd already won the World Series in 04. So 2006 Christmas time applied. And then they, you know, they must have weeded through you know, the process. Yeah. I know. And so then they invited, I want to say, 500 people to Fenway, which I got lost driving to at the time. You know, no idea why. Because, you know, at Framingham, I wasn't going right. really into Boston nope. by myself nope. and trying to park around Fenway. Oh my God. So we had to go into one of the rooms at Fenway, and there's probably 500 people, and you just had a name tag on. And then there was maybe 10 people that worked for the Red Sox that were just floating around the room. And if they wrote down your number, your name, you got invited to the oh next room. Oh, my God. So it was like a cattle It was just call. like a mingle. Um, but they, you know, pe- they invited back, I want to say, 200 people from the 500. Oh and my so. God. Yeah, so that was maybe in January. So then I went back for an interview, and then I want to say a couple weeks later, I got invited to go back, and it was the same 10 people, just like this, all sitting around a table with you, and they were just all asking you questions. Oh, my God. And I was, you know, only maybe 18 at the time. or You know, 18 or no, no, probably 19. And so, yeah, that, and then I want to say spring break of March, I was on the, in the Bahamas, on the beach, studying Red Sox history, which I already knew anyways, right. but it was the final process was you had to give the tour of Fenway to, in front of all those 10 people. Oh, my God. So, Do you remember who those 10 people are? are so there's like, a couple that still work there. No, yeah, so, yeah, people love yeah, Fenway, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was great. So I wasn't even nervous, and they all were like, wow, you're such a diehard fan. <laughs> you love Nomar. So then I got hired, and I remember no walking more. out of Fenway and calling my dad and being like, I got a job with the Red Sox, and he was so excited. He was like, you're on the Red Sox payroll. He like laminated my first paycheck I was for the Red Sox because right. you know on the Red Sox payroll but it was such a great job yeah and I learned a lot because you would give a tour in front of 200 people and that took a lot of I think it got me ready even though I was interning at Kiss and Jammin right. at the time it really got me just ready to be in front of people yeah. and so in the Red Sox and to this day everyone that works there they're so nice to me they'll check up on me when my dad had passed away right. they sent flowers to his oh, funeral and you know they're sweet. just they're they're such a great family, and they'll do a lot. We'll take country artists there on tours now. So <laughs> right, you do well, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who'd you take? Low cash. So we took Brett Eldridge. Yeah, Brett Eldridge. We took right, right, um, right. a couple of people. Yeah, yeah. Michael Ray. Oh my We've, god, that's a, awesome. A bunch of people, and so they've all signed their name in the inside of the Green Monster. Now, do you go, do you dust off your skills and do the tour? I'll give them. Yeah, I'll, I just know. So you know, <laughs> it's so funny. But the Fenway is will always hold a special place in my heart. And now I have a Red Sox World Series watch because they won in 07 when I was. Uh, working there. Oh, that's so cool. So. <laughs> oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, so you really work close with that organization. Oh, yeah. I didn't Still realize am. that. Oh, and I did God. work with them in 2013 and 14 a bit too, before I actually came back to the bowl. 
I just worked part-time with them as a Red Sox ambassador. Right. So that was fun, too. So being a sportsanista, yeah. uh, did it feel <laughs> like work? It must have been just like yeah. on cloud nine. So y- you became, like, you know, you would become friends with the players. And so who do you think it was 2006, 2007? Oh, boy. Off the top of your mind, who e- do you think was the first player that would arrive every single day to Fenway? Oh, Dustin Pedroia. Nope. Nomar. What's Nomar? Nomar was wasn't there anymore, point. but... Not Dustin Pedroia, huh? All right, who was it? It was someone that the media would always, like, diss and stuff. So uh, it was Manny Ramirez. I was going to say, yeah. So 10.30, 10.35, he would pull, even if the game was not until 7 or 1 p.m., he would pull right into gate D, get out of his car, say hello to everyone that was there. And we'd be there with, like, a tour, right. you know? And he would come right over, be hello, shake your hand, wow. like, hug the security guards. So wow. first Red Sox player there every single day. You and then Tim Wakefield. So oh, okay. Manny, then Tim. And he would, yeah, and he would leave. So, you know, 1030, he'd get there, work out, do some stuff on the field, go home, have lunch with his family, and then come back. Amazing. The first player there. Wow. Yeah. I never would have guessed so that. So I you always hear... used to get so mad at the media. And I named my dog after him because that's how nice he was. <laughs> you know? That's like, that. Yeah, no. Like, Manny's he has that, not lazy. He has yeah. that impact on people for yeah. sure. Um, I, I want to talk about a little bit about all this charity stuff mm-hmm. that you do because you do such a quite a bit, I know. And I know the one that's super close to you is Operation American Soldier, right? Mm-hmm. And um, why is that such a passion project? Yeah, so my brother yeah. is a military veteran. So Navy Corpsman. So he served in Iraq and Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And my sister and I would just volunteer with that organization throughout his whole deployment to Afghanistan. And they would just send thousands of boxes. And it is just great to, you know, be able to fill a box and know what's going over overseas. So, yeah, we would volunteer a couple of times, too, at the Burlington Mall (laughs) and stand there, you know, and get collections. But that's great. I also love the Corey C. Griffin Foundation. So that's who I'm. I'm trying to help out a lot throughout the next few months and, and year. They do so much. And I remember seeing one on your social, and mm-hmm. I apologize, the name is escaping me, but it, it's definitely like American-themed, and it's a woman that does the handbags. Am I oh, wrong? Oh, Lindsay Tia. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she, so What's that it one? was the Bravery Bash. Bravery yeah. Bash. So yes, she, yes, yes. I want her to do that again. So she, that was at Granite Links. <laughs> yes. So she, same thing, and she donate, donated the proceeds to the USO. Oh, but that, my God. So yeah, you'll have to have Lindsay Tia on. I might. Yeah, is she, she from here? She's from Quincy. All right. Yeah, born and so bred? she yeah, born and bred right. from Quincy. Another one. All right, shout we'll out get Lindsay. Her. Yeah, yeah, let's get her yep. in here for sure. Well, uh, Jess, this has been a real treat uh, having you come in here. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, before I let you go, yeah. there's one last segment we do here. It's more like a, a odd question, um, no right or wrong answer, mm-hmm. of course. So um, they create a new position. Mm-hmm. The overlord of the United <laughs> States of America, the Senate reports to you, Congress, even the president reports to you. The president comes to you one day and says, Jess, we have a major problem. The whole country is going to go economically down the tubes unless we get rid of one state in the union. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Which state does Jess get rid of oh, no. and yeah. why? Which no wrong state? answer. Oh, right. no. Well, I'm keeping New England. <laughs> you have to. Yeah, all of them. I love all of um, Massachusetts. Yeah. yeah I'm, gonna, I'm going with Florida because they, they stole Tom Brady from oh, us. Oh, <laughs> that's such a great answer. <laughs> Even though I love Florida and I'm on the radio in Florida, but give us back Tom Brady. I can't believe we didn't talk about that. Yeah. Yes. You know, I knew Mac Jones was coming here the whole entire time. How did you know that? Because so, I watched every single Alabama game. So and my dad was a fan of Alabama, so I grew up watching those games. And then after he passed away, I'm like, I'll just continue watching them. And then this Aww. year... 
I happened to be able to watch every single game because of COVID. I had no life. <laughs> so I watched every Alabama game, and I, I'd post all the time. Mac Jones is coming. I knew it. I called, called it. it. I called it months ago in December. And yeah. Do you ever want to work for ESPN? So uh, people say that all the time, but I love radio so much that I think my ultimate goal, stay in radio, stay at the bowl. Um, <laughs> but I would love to have a co-host, a former athlete who's also from New England. So mm. maybe one day that will be my goal. Someone I know that loves country music. Right. It's currently an athlete right now. Uh-huh. Um, would love for him to be like my co-host. Think who that yeah. could be? Who would, who would be some candidates? Place for the Bruins. Yeah. Oh, so, Charlie yeah, Polo, I would. Maybe. He loves country music. Yeah, Actually, does. all the Bruins love country music. So <laughs> they they do. They listen to Dalton and the Sheriffs in, in the in their locker room. They also listen to Barbie Girl. But yeah, <laughs> what the um, Bruins are so nice. They're, they're, they're just. They're like the country artists of sports. Exactly. Because, you know, I've been around, and the Red Sox are so nice too, but I was, I'll I'll admit I was a little, when I started doing stuff with the Bruins, we got invited to media day. And, you know, at the time I knew a couple of the players, but they all came in and they knew the ball. And they were just like, (laughs) they wanted to, out of all the stations in there, they wanted to come and chat about country music. So that was a couple of years ago. And ever since then, I've. Who was, who was the first one? To it was Brad, Ma- Brad Marchand. Yeah. Really? So he came in and it was a big room set up and, you know, we had all the iHeart, you know, Kiss and ZLX <laughs> and Jammin' and the Bull and he walks in and he was all like, woo, where do I start? And then someone's like, well, what do you listen to? And he's like, country, country. the Bull. And so, <laughs> yeah, so it, it was really cool. Yeah. Uh, um, what do you think? Uh, they got any chance in this round? Oh, they show? do. Yeah. yeah. They're, I think they're, they're Who the are, real deal. I've watched every single Bruins <laughs> game, basically. I have them on in the studio, but they're... I'm so happy we have Taylor Hall now, and yes. I think he just ignited like a whole new. Even though they had the chemistry, I think he just came in, True. and everyone's on their A game. Everyone yeah. is so good. Who so. do they play in the next round? Is it Islanders? We don't know yet. It will be the Penguins or the Islanders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if, I'm on the radio right. in Pittsburgh too, so that will be uh, awkward. That will be yeah, but. I'm hoping they go far. I'm still sad they never won in 2019. But that was a tough one. Yeah. But um, yeah, Tuka's Tuka's been looking great, and mm. he loves country music too. We <laughs> run into him at shows all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he was but, at the Grand, I remember when yep. they, when they won it. That was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but uh, Jess, before I let you go, mm-hmm. this will be the last question. Okay. I know you're busy. You got to go record. But um, what makes you uniquely and uncommonly mm-hmm. Boston? So. As I said earlier, my boss will say I'm a walking billboard. You can see my bags right there. It's like, Patriots, I'm crazy. Bruins, yep. <laughs> Some people have like Coach or like Gucci. Right. And I'm like, I'm, and you know how many people stop me and be like, where's that bag from? My aunt made it. Um, and the inside <laughs> is Alabama. So I am a sports fanatic, Big but time. I love pop and I love country. And I'm thankful that I can talk about all this right. on the radio. and. Right. Relatable. I just love everything about Boston. Yeah, it's so cool. Everything about Mass in New England. You grew up here, and Mm -hmm. you got to do it. I mean, that's so cool. Not many people have that luxury. No, it's true. It's great. And I just love being involved in the charity work. You do a lot of charity work. Yeah, so it's it's been great. And the Bull opened the door for all that, so, you know. When did, um, because you didn't sign on with the Bull originally, right? So it was still 2014. So they launched um, June, June 14th, I believe. So they're coming up on seven years. And then... I joined in seven September. years. Yeah, so wow, I know. So that's crazy. I joined a couple months later. So oh it was God. Bobby Bones first, and then yep. So you're also a sportsista, mm-hmm. but you're also an athlete. You're an avid swimmer, yes. right? Mm-hmm. 
You swim in all the time. So did, I never. Did you swim this morning? So, no, I didn't. I did yesterday, though. Okay. But um, I did the Peloton this morning. Okay. I'm not good at that stuff. <laughs> it's like, hard. Who do you I'm, follow? So I jump around. Believe it or not, I'll do 60s music rides. I don't know why. I love 60s music. So you don't it's focus so on random. a host. You're more the music Yeah, I'll, I'll genre. jump around. I'll see who, who has a new 60s ride. But um, <laughs> I do love Emma Lovell. She's actually She's from good. the Vineyard, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, she. Oh, I didn't know that. Either lived there for a couple of years or is from the vineyard. Oh, wow. um, yeah, she's cool. So maybe you can get her on. Yeah, but, um, maybe. Yeah, no, it's fun. But swimming, I never had to compete in it. And maybe that's why I like it so much. Right. So my high school and my college never had a swim team. But I taught swimming lessons, was a lifeguard. And that's just been my go-to workout yeah. activity. It's great because you put away your phone. You don't hear anything for 45 minutes. You're, you're only listening to your own breathing. Yeah, yeah, just dialed in. That's so it's cool. meditating. It's I was great. Gonna, yeah, I imagine it would be. They you're compare right. it to yoga in a way, um, but it's a and it's full a full body, body workout. workout. Yeah, yeah. So oh my God, that's I always tell people, you know, come swim. I'll, I'll teach. I taught people in their <laughs> 60s before. So, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, it's never too late to learn to swim and you nope. need to know it that's is. So funny. Yeah. Oh my Thanks. god. But this has been fun. Yes, I'm excited it has that you guys been... I do have to say yes. um, big night, you guys are amazing. You've Thank done you. so much throughout this past year to help so many people all around New England and yeah. your own employees. So Mostly our employees. Yeah, you're right. It's been great yeah. to see from afar, well, but everything you. Um, you guys have done. And Shrine it. is, to this day, one of my favorite places. <laughs> I know. I was saying off record before we started, you know, I worked in Connecticut, the first job. Oh, that's right. In yeah. New London. And so I was there when Shrine had their grand opening. Oh was God. it 2008 or 2009? Where I was living this? in Connecticut. And then I used to go every single Tuesday night. Because uh, it was industry night. night yeah. And I can't even believe when I look back and like, you know, in my twenties, but I'd be out until two o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday night at Shrine. But then whenever I'm back in Connecticut, something takes over me. And like, if I go to Shrine, I'm, I'm 21 years old again and I'm <laughs> there until spot. two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It just had it, an epic week. It really did. I, I watched everything online. So I'm very happy for you guys Thank you. and yeah. excited to see everything you have coming up here. And... It, it's going to be coming real mm-hmm. soon. We can't announce it just yet, but it, trust me, it's uh, if you thought the Shrine grand <laughs> opening two weekends was big, mm-hmm. the grand one's even bigger. So excited for you guys. It's grand. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Jess. Yeah. I appreciate this it. This was fun. I appreciate you coming in. Thank you.